G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When we think about the image of traditional churches, the first thing that comes to mind is not necessarily healing the sick with expectations of amazing miracles that follow the preaching of the gospel. Well, our guest today comes with a high recommendation from former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, who says about Mike Endicott, a brilliantly lively communicator, Mike never speaks without bringing something exciting and fresh to our understanding. I happily acknowledge my own debt to him as a teacher, colleague and a friend. That's a high recommendation. Mike is a Englishman with a profoundly thought through and demonstrated message about getting Jesus in focus. Mike focuses on healing as involved as a consequence of proclaiming the kingdom of God. Mike Endicott, he's joining us as founder of the Order of Jacob's Well in the UK and on his visit to Australia. Mike, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Lovely. Lovely to be here. Mike, tell us about the Order of Jacob's Well. Not many of our listeners will be so familiar, but it's an ecumenical order. Yes. I mean, if it, if it, if if people don't know, your listeners don't quite know what the definition of order is. It's just a group of people who are following the the vision of their founder. It's a it's a very common thing to do in the church around the world. And and in long conversations over many many months with Rowan Williams, um, I, I was expressing a lot of frustration because. Um, I found that the healing ministry in the Western Church, as I knew it, wasn't actually achieving anything like as much as was being achieved by the early church, uh, as as we can read it in the Gospels. And so we decided to um, dig into that a lot more, and and now we have a worldwide um, thing because people are so excited about the original teaching from the early church. You know, I, I, the the um, the healing ministry as, as it is 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 very fractioned. It's very split. It's very polarized. It's very specialist. You know, um, and and we do all sorts of weird and wonderful things that Jesus never did. Um, so really, what the order is doing is just abandoning all the modern methods and techniques, just going back to the Gospels and saying, what did Jesus actually teach his followers to do? Let's try that and see what happens. And it's the learning from all that that we've uh, traveled around the place. And, and we're now in Australia. We've done Adelaide and Sydney and and Brisbane on those these dates to, uh, to public to, to try and encourage Christians in in the simplest possible way to get into this. You'll yeah. be in Brisbane on Friday and Saturday, yeah. 25th yeah. and 26th. I must say, as an Anglican, uh, some people, depending on the sort of Anglican background that you might have, some people will be very refreshed uh, to hear you saying that Anglicans are getting right back to those gospel stories and expecting what Jesus did as miracles and then he said his disciples would do after him, that those things are still happening today. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm what I call a freed Anglican. I, I think that's a denomination of my own sometimes. <laughs> okay. um, but, yeah, I, I think because um, people are looking for, uh, all the time, for fresh approaches to being church and fresh approaches to Christianity. And the only big answer that we have at the moment to new ways of being church is, is to double up on our outreach, to double up on our evangelism, to double up on our good works. Um, but we, we, what we're trying to do is to say, just, just let's start again by teaching people about the kingdom of God, what it is, what are its riches and its benefits and its graces. How do we appropriate the riches of God? Only, only getting it out of Scripture, and a lot of people from a lot of different denominations um, are picking it up and running with it. Because, of course, you know, we, we, the, the lovely thing about this is that denominations all came about post Jesus. Uh, he, he wouldn't have known anything about all that sort of stuff. So we, we're going back before any of that churchy stuff came into existence. And it's it's amazing how refreshing it is and how people love the simplicity of, of his message. It's terrific. Uh, what sort of stories do you tell about some of the miracles that you've seen, some of the healings that have happened after the preaching of the kingdom? Oh, have you got an hour? <laughs> you better hit us with the best one. The best one? Well, you want lately, because... Satan doesn't doesn't don't mind old news, so I'll give you a new one. A I? new one is good. Um, a, a new one is um, oh oh a, a, a guy called John is a Baptist minister. Actually, he retired because he developed cancer in the stomach and in the bowels, and it's got through into his spine, and he was stage four cancer. That is to say that the hospitals had sent him home to get his um, paperwork in order. Uh, to put it nicely, and uh, he he came and uh, with his wife to to see us, and we we just sat and talked to him um, about told him about the good news of the kingdom of God. Um, this is quite a thing to do as as part of this ministry because it's what Jesus taught his people to do. Um, you know, a lot of what comes out of our pulpits these days is ever such good news. I'm sure it's, it, it, it's good advice, but it's not necessarily good news. So we, we told them about the kingdom of God, what it's for, what it's doing. We talked about the cross and the benefits of the cross and what happened on Calvary um, and how that affects us today and so on. And then what we do is pray with him. We did the same with everybody. We prayed with him in a way... That is a, a great act of thanksgiving. Not, not thanksgiving because of, you know, him being healed of cancer, because at that point we didn't know anything about it, but but really for the joy of, of the cross and, and for Jesus coming and so on. Now, I think it must be, he, he went, he said, oh, nobody's ever, you know, all my life in ministry. Um, did I say he was a Baptist minister? You all did mention All my life that. in ministry, nobody's ever talked to me about the kingdom of God, which I thought was an amazing thing to say. Um, but he rang me up about, about a month later. The phone rang, and I picked it up, and there was this guy on the other phone actually singing psalms down the phone. And I, I stopped him and said, "Excuse me, who are you?" And it was John. And he said, "I've just been given the all clear uh, from the cancer hospital. I'm sitting in the car park, and he'd just been given the all clear." And um, about a, about a month after that, he turned up with his wife on on the doorstep, which was lovely. 
and and she she said oh it's it's been life changing because now they can plan life again and family life and holidays with grandchildren and all that sort of thing. John said he felt the same about it all, with one huge difference, and that is that he's what absolutely changed his life was was the absolute knowledge that the Almighty God of the universe had actually stooped to touch him, and he was very deeply affected by that, the, the personal approach by God. Um, that that's one of the oh no, I've seen miracles since, but you haven't got all afternoon. You are an author. You've written a number of books. One yes. of those called "The Blind Healer" uh, and yes. "Rediscovering Kingdom Healing." Yes. You yes. like to unpack all of these things, uh, and from a biblical uh, foundation, uh, so that people can understand that this is supposed to happen today. Well, yeah, uh, uh, really, um, it's it's because. I don't think one of those, but I'm not sure which one. We we actually talk about being actually quite disappointed uh, in in the normal style of prayer for sick people, um, knowing that that most people on our pews have have got problems in their lives, problems in their families. Uh, we thought it'd be serious to look at this and and to disregard the multitude of ministries around. Go back to the and what did Jesus do? Jesus taught his people basically to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick all in one sentence as if it's the same thing um, and we've discovered through just just sticking with scriptures and learning more and more about the kingdom of God that it is actually one thing I think a lot of church people think that they can preach a lot and talk a lot about the kingdom of God and maybe sometimes they have healing services but actually the way Jesus taught it it's all one and the same act and and practicing that has revealed that more and more and more and more and now miracles of that sort happen very very regularly it's not good enough yet i mean we we're two thousand years on from where jesus was so we've still got an awful lot to learn um so you know i can't say that 100 percent of the people we pray would get prayer get, get better but it's a heck of a lot and and we have wonderful moments with that. It's very much a thing of today that, that, that people are appreciating and getting more and more involved in to the glory of God. Mike Endicott is our guest. He's founder of what's known as the Order of Jacob's Well in the UK. He's visiting Australia. He's been to South Australia. He's been to New South Wales. He'll be in Brisbane on Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th for teaching about healing and finishing with a healing service on the Saturday afternoon. There is a website, au-jacobswell.org, but Mike, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. Taking some time to unpack something which for some will be a little unusual if you come from a more traditional church uh, denomination. I'm talking about the Anglican Church, and there are a lot of different higher church-looking churches around. Mike Endicott is visiting Australia. He is the founder of what's known as the Order of Jacob's Well in the UK. He's visiting Australia, and he's talking about healing the kingdom of God, and when there is the preaching of the gospel, those things that follow. Mike, in our last segment, you mentioned that there's a normal style of prayer for people. Uh, what do we understand about a normal style of prayer? Oh, I think normally for, for oneself or for people in your family, um, 
the the you start, I, I think, in defining that with with uh, people saying a quiet prayer in church on a Sunday morning, or perhaps giving the name of a loved one uh, to to the church leadership who read it out uh, in church, and and that's about as far as we've got. I think normally uh, that's what happens. If we're on our own, uh, <clears throat> you know, good, good night prayers at your bedside sort of thing, I think when, when in, inclined to say, please God, come and do this, please God, come and do that, or please God, go and do that to my auntie up the road or whatever, you know. Um, uh, but actually, I, I, that's not what Jesus taught, you see. He taught something very different. He, he taught people to go, and, and in fact the whole New Testament does, to teach people to go uh, and, and meet with sick people, you know, people and actually tell them about the kingdom of God and about the cross in a way which is good news to them, simple, child-like uh, good news to people. Um, and that gives the kingdom of God elbow room to move. And, and that does two things. One is it sees an awful lot more people healed than you would ever imagine. And the other thing is it brings an awful lot of glory to God, which I'm all for. Mike, over the past hundred years, some might have thought that Pentecostals had a bit of a monopoly on the signs and wonders after mm. preaching the gospel. Yeah. So what are your feelings about, and I know you mentioned, you know, you don't have all sorts of denominational tags no. in the order of Jacob's well, uh, but this is something that uh, Christians who have been a part of very long-time solid foundation movements, sometimes you can feel as though those Issues of miracles and signs and wonders don't happen so much anymore, but but uh, you're turning that on its head. Absolutely, um, uh, but it's not just the Pentecostal Church. Of course, the Wesleys, you know, uh, who were the cause of Methodism, they they very much believed in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, Lutherism is another one. Um, I, I got a lovely quote from. Uh, Martin Luther, the original one, you know, in, in Germany, who's, who's actually written down, and I got a note for, that he wrote to somebody, I got it on my computer at home, and it says, all I have to do is to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, sit back with some good German beer, and watch God go to work. And that that's pretty good. I'm not sure that I like German beer, but it, it the principle is is tremendous. It's proclaim the kingdom of God and heal it. Now, the, then along, mind you, came um, the lovely uh, John Wimber, who I'm sure must have come to Australia a lot. Um, I missed him, actually, live, because I, I hadn't become a Christian when he was around. Uh, but he was very much... Uh, pulling the church back to a place of saying, oh gosh, you know, we've actually got a holy trinity, not a holy duo. Um, you know, uh, that there is a holy spirit and, and these things are worth trying out and, and encourage us no end. And that was very cross-denominational. He, he, he never got involved in that sort of thing. Although, in fact, they finished up finding one of his own, didn't they? The, the vineyard at the end. But but he's um, it, it, it is, it's cross-denominational altogether because I think everybody's realizing that it could be an awful lot better than it is, and why isn't it? Um, and all we're doing is going back to the original all the time and saying, start again from here and see how you get on. 
And, and there's a sense too in which we can feel if we've been around as Christian believers for a while that we've got this God thing all worked out. You're into teaching people to learn new dimensions yes. about Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm saying these days very much I, I'm... Uh, um, I'm much more of a scientist about this than I am a good Christian about this because science, science as a whole wakes up in the morning with the understanding that they don't know uh, all the answers and, and therefore, you know, out of that comes research and out of that comes gain. Um, uh, the, the whole world of science wakes up in the morning saying, I, I don't know all the answers, I want to know more. And, and I am I, sorry to say that I think a lot of we Christians actually know what we know, we like what we know, we stuck with what we know, there's nothing wrong with what we know, and don't you come and change me, and I don't want you to change me, I'm quite happy and comfortable with what I know, and so you get stuck. And on this particular subject, the, the, we, we've been stuck for a lot of years, <clears throat> and to actually take the more approach of that our scientists do, saying, excuse me, you know, I, I don't know, I want to know more, um, it leads to research and, and research and development of these things. And, and it, it's been a, been a wonderful experience, and still is, to, you know, I, I give you an example, can I? If, if, if Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you, it, it, you know, if you stop and think, hang on a second, Jesus says, if you seek the kingdom of God, then you'll get lots of graces and goodies from heaven as a result. Um, does anybody really know what that means? How do you seek the kingdom of God? What are you looking for? What do you gain? And all that sort of thing. Now, when we are talking about healings yeah. and the preaching of the kingdom, the preaching of the gospel, some people yeah. will say, aren't there difficulties and dangers when you start to explore some of these new dimensions in Jesus? What do you say to people who are perhaps fearful of, of exploring deeper and letting God off the lead, so to speak? Oh, I, with great care and love, I hope. That there is a difficult, uh, there's a great deal of fear, uh, to be honest with you. There's a great deal of fear of failure. Um, uh, how can I best explain the, the difficulty? The difficulty is that what, what Jesus was doing and achieving in this area was actually 100% effective. He, he didn't have any failures. Um, today, uh, prayer is for the sick is all a bit iffy. Well, it might happen, it might not, and and the situation is different. And so, what what we do as Christians is we try and take the gospel truth and then inject our own intellectual understandings into it to, to bend it to fit actually what happens today. Um, there is another logical way of looking at that, is that we might be where we are today with a much less effective ministry just because we've got some things wrong. How do we get things right again? Um, and it, it's, uh, So it's a slow process, yes? It, 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 it doesn't work just showing people getting healed. Everybody suddenly converted to the original way of doing things that, that was designed by by the Lord, so we have to be very careful with people, but more and more people, word of mouth, you know, books written and videos made and all this sort of thing, and people get more and more to just ask 
question, hang on a second, you know, if if that works for them, why can't it work for me? And and they're, they're, that's how we go on, gently and carefully. Well, Mike Endicott is in Australia. He's the founder of the Order of Jacob's Well in the UK. He's been to South Australia and New South Wales. Well, this coming weekend, he'll be in Brisbane on Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th. He'll be teaching about healing and finishing with a healing service on the Saturday afternoon. There is a website at which you can register to be a part of those meetings. It's au-jacobswell.org. au-jacobswell.org. Mike Endicott, thanks so much for taking time to talk to us today on 2020. And come along at the weekend. You'll enjoy every minute of it. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.